0: nice jack (laughs) did you hear that oh yeah
1: oh god okay okay well wait she's sucking out bugs
0: wow that's going in i know the intro
1: yep oh god jesus christ this is parenthood what a beautiful thing it is welcome to the no budget filmmaking podcast a podcast about the art of making films no matter how small the budget And now, here are your hosts, Alex Dark and Trevor L. Nelson.
0: Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. This is episode 56 of the No Budget Filmmaking Podcast. I'm Alex Dark.
1: And I am Trevor L. Nelson, and today we're going to be talking about short-form filmmaking in light of the death of Quibi. But first, Alex, what are you drinking? Oh yeah,
0: I got something new today.
1: Ooh, what?
0: A little... Polliner München,
1: Ooh, Ooh, Hefeweizen, uh, excellent, excellent. Uh, I'm still si- drinking the same old little Miller Light. Nice. Uh, but can't go wrong. It is. Yeah, can't go wrong. Got to, a friend of ours is moving away and gave me his two Golden Road Growlers. So I'm gonna go fill those soon with some Golden Road. Wow. So hopefully soon in the podcast here we'll have some more exciting beer for people. Even because I know they're they're gonna tune out once they hear what we're drinking. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's it's what like oh, same thing. And, mm.
0: Yeah. I guess Sorry. I don't care anymore.
1: <laughs> if you held on this long just because of what we were drinking, guys, kudos to you. Yeah, You should have stopped caring a long time ago.
0: Yeah, after the, fir- the fifth Coors Light announcement. Yeah. Oh, man. It's over. Oh,
1: God, I know. Oh, those were the days when we had our studio with the beer fridge. I know. So what's new, Alex? What's new?
0: The biggest what? thing that's new is we got another yeah. five-star review. We forgot to mention it last right. time, so we're mentioning it now. It's by Yucky yeah. Product. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love these usernames.
0: Thanks, Yucky. Good product. Great. It's titled, Inspirational with Freakin' Layers.
1: Quote, uh, quote marks around Freakin' Layers.
0: Yeah, those big old quote marks. Yeah. And the review says, Just getting dipped into the film industry like skinny dipping in Lake Placid, terrible production, acting, etc., but still f- putting myself out there. I have had tons of hobbies and have decided to dabble in film, but it was when I turned you guys on that I decided to really give it a go. Getting laser focused, pew, and just letting it happen. Your humor, knowledge, and willingness to share makes for a five star podcast. I still need to watch your video streams of it though. Nine out of ten dentists would recommend.
1: Thank you, Yucky Product. And no, now, you turn us on.
0: Yeah. That's all true. the time. We all wouldn't day. be able to do this all podcast day. if we weren't turned on by you, the audience. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all the time. We've been married long enough that you, the audience, is what turns us on. Um, <laughs> so, uh, thank you for turning us on all the time, guys. You don't need to watch this video because I am taking off my shirt. I am so turned on. Yeah. Um, no, it's true. That it is true. Well,
0: I like how people that um, are listening to, to this to don't, don't know for sure. Deeper.
1: Deeper. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if <laughs> They're like, is he really? I don't know. I guess I got to go mean, watch.
1: Yeah. Hey, if that's what brings the viewers, fantastic. Yeah. Bring it in, guys. See this disgusting piece of man meat. Uh, <laughs> not live, uh, but censored and on YouTube.
0: Just the whole screen but is again, blurred.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just in front of my face, but not my naked <laughs> chest.
0: <laughs> hide your identity. Um, don't want to be blackballed. Hide it.
1: Oh, easy, easy. All right. Easy, easy, easy. But again, we're in the pandemic. There's not much going on. What's new with us? We're kind of our projects in the filming realm are uh, a little on hold. But I don't know if you heard, Alex, the union and production companies have come to an agreement on safety measures for shooting in, during COVID. So maybe we'll be shooting something soon here. Yeah. Not that we always use union, but I did hear that. Uh, we, we always do union.
0: What's uh, what's funny to me about that is I can't tell how serious it is. It's, I know that when the film industry takes something seriously, they take it like serious, like super serious, like unions and yeah. and whatnot. They're yeah. just like, D- don't you dare even walk over there into that area that's for the grips only. Like they do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I do wonder, I don't know, like you've seen film sets going on right now. And of course they're probably non-union, yeah. but there's like no safety precautions as far as yeah. COVID all goes
1: as all the guys that are loading up the, the the trucks and directing traffic and all that no masks and then it's all oh, we are so we're so screwed this is never gonna get better
0: yeah we'll see i am hopefully they get their stuff together and things can start happening again
1: yeah that'd be great i don't have much faith but hey they are that strict about us lifting our own stingers that you'd think they'd be strict about not having people contract a virus that could potentially kill them and now we're gonna get spammed and trolled to death by saying that sorry guys oh. i know sorry okay your opinion is a sign of covid let's move forward <laughs> let's move forward
0: we're gonna do our usual game
1: we're we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna,
0: we're gonna, burr gonna burr our usual game burr. of get to know alex and trevor
1: all right,
0: all right. do i have a
1: Wait, don't you have an applause sound uh, oh <laughs> i know that yeah that's fitting that's fitting
0: yeah okay so I'm going to, okay. I'm going to, we have not seen this question yet. You okay. got to get ready for Here goes. it. Yeah. Here it comes. Okay. What is the trait you most deplore in yourself?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, this podcast is going to be 20 hours long. <laughs> uh, oh man. I know this one. Procrastination. I get it from my dad and I procrastinate nobody's business. Like, ah. It's ridiculous how much I procrastinate, and it may be due to maybe some ADD in there or something. But man, I will get sidetracked so easily and put off things that I need to do so easily. Yeah,
0: I totally agree with that for you.
1: Good to know. I where would you stand, Alex. I appreciate that. <laughs> I
0: would say on a similar note, actually, it's not necessarily procrastination with me; it's just lack of focus. Yes. Like I can't focus on one thing, so then I do end up procrastinating on multiple things, thinking that I'm actually getting a lot done because I'm doing a lot. It's just not. A lot of effort in one direction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get it.
0: My favorite band.
1: Um, is there a ghost in your studio? There is one light bulb moving behind you. Just one. Everything else is still. Just one light bulb is swinging. Are we having an earthquake? Are we having an earthquake?
0: No, I think uh, it's because um, in my <laughs> high-tech studio,
1: well played. there's no well
0: played. AC on, and I have a fan ah, that is lightly oh. blowing towards me
1: oh, at excellent. a speed
0: low enough... To not be detected by the listener.
1: (laughs) By the average human ear.
0: Yes. Only dogs and birds can hear it. There's birds (laughs) falling from the sky outside.
1: And Hunter is not moved, so he's deaf.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what are we talking about today, Trevor?
1: We talked about, a while ago, we talked about should you do a short or should you do a feature and what the pros and cons of each of that is. But we never really got into what, if they decide to go short-form filmmaking, diving into that a little bit. Yes. And we talk about that because if you guys haven't heard the announcement, one, the day we're taping this, Quibi is up for sale reportedly. This is the $6 billion investment-led, what would you say, app? Video app? I guess you video could say, app? yeah, it's not like a channel. J-Cats video Cats, app? Video app. Was, yep, J-Cats and uh, Megza uh, uh, video app, and uh, it was supposed to revolutionize The industry and it obviously did not. Yeah. So it it didn't. They're being being resold.
0: Yet. But it's not going under. They're selling it. True. To me. Because I have my bid in and I'm going to trade them a 1994
1: (laughs) uh, Toyota Tacoma. (laughs) 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 I'll take it. You know what? I will throw in a generator that doesn't work or does, it's up to them.
0: Yeah, it's a fixer-upper, and once they fix it up, they'll have more value.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Buyer must do due diligence on my (laughs) generator. Sold as is. Firm price. Moving on. Perfect. Uh, So, yeah. So, that was like the short form of all short forms. For those who don't know, it was eight minutes it had the technology of kind of flipping your screen because it was all supposed to be shown on your phone. Flip your screen one way; it doesn't just flip the video. What it does is it expands the video or shrink or it narrows the video, and that was supposed to be a game changer. And it didn't change the game enough. Lonely, was that
0: wasn't like the only like, like you were. We were talking before the show about one of their shows where it yep. you adjust the the phone and it shows you different things like maps or Instagram feeds or like things pertaining to the story, but that aren't the main, like narrative footage,
1: supplemental info, supplemental entertainment. It
0: seems interesting. My thought about it, if you really want to know which, thanks for asking Trevor. My thoughts about it are that when it comes to entertainment, I still don't think people sit and watch stuff on their phone by choice per se in this way. True. In this way. I think yeah. people watch things on their phone by choice in the way that Facebook has made popular, as in like videos that you can just watch and it has yeah. the subtitles and the text up there and it's either educational, funny, or like interesting. And it's not really narrative mm-hmm. in style. Yeah. So I think what could be found is that it's hard to get people committed to watching mm-hmm. Things, even though they're only eight minutes, but yeah, watching a show, a little, a legit show where it's like a story you have to follow over multiple episodes, like on your phone. I,
1: th- I think what their their push was is that so many people are watching video on their phone, and so many people have a short break, like maybe think of a smoke break or something. Like they're out and about, and their uh, wife is is shopping, and instead of just killing oneself, i <laughs> watch some videos. And so it was this idea of you know. It, if you, people don't know quick quibby comes from quick bites so you get a little quick bite of a narrative of what like, does yeah nice bites Quibi. and so i think i went
0: um, i think i went to one of those ones it's hooked up to
1: a 711 gas station <laughs> quick bite no? and it's been uh, it's been cooking all day at a low temperature yeah <laughs> um, just taquitos and, so and hot it, dogs Mm, thank God for Quibi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was like this idea that, and, and we were going to get into this later, but might as well talk about now why it didn't work as I think they got screwed by the time that they launched because their idea was that you're going to be doing it when you're out and about, you're going to be do, you're going to be watching Quibi when you are, have a, like a smoke break at work. And then the pandemic hit and not many people were working and not many people were leaving. So they wanted hour long content, half an hour content, not an 8 hour 8 minute thing that just kind of whatever.
0: I think that's pretty generous of you if I would guess. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense, but I just think that in general, who's really who's like flipping on a, a like a thriller in in their, like, water break at work. I don't know. It just seems weird. Like, the scrolling of Instagram and, like, Facebook and all that is, like, a time waster that requires no mental energy. And I think that's what people do in those time periods, not necessarily, like, hunkering down for a murder mystery where they have to solve something.
1: But Would you say that it, its content was too ambitious for its format?
0: I think so. I think it's the wrong content for the format, It's not that it was too ambitious. I just think it was the wrong content personally, but I don't know. I
1: think sitcoms could have worked if it wasn't some dumb sitcom sign Anna Kendrick that was a sex doll that had come to life and only talks to her. I think comedy works in an eight minute bite. I think that, like you said, that's why people like jumping on Instagram and seeing cute dogs or something funny that chick who mimics and makes fun of the president by just lip syncing his words. I forget her name. Sarah Cooper, I think it is. Um, Yeah.
0: That's the other thing is the, the life of those videos exists. If you're factoring in the success of those types of videos as like people's demand for short form, then you have to factor in the the notion that they're shareable, like they're funny, short, shareable things that just give a viewer an immediate reaction. So someone gets sent a funny video of a cat and they open it up and they laugh at it and that's another view and that happens over and over again. But that type of shareability isn't going to happen. Then in the same way, it's like not the same. It's not the same thing.
1: Yeah, and it's all and shareability also gets screwed once you once you start doing premium no ad stuff, and it's hard to share stuff if they the only right. way they can watch it is to download an app that they haven't had already, and like they the only reason I, and it's again shareability, like that's why people do TikTok. They can share the videos that they create and all that, and so I totally get it. It just I don't think it was thought out well enough. And it was run by two people who are much older and didn't like. I have a good grasp on the industry and where it was headed.
0: Yeah. Um, it also was strange that it, it seemed like a, like an NBC lineup that they put in this weird format. Like it had, they had tons of reality shows, comedy things, a couple sort of narrative thrillery things. And I don't know. It was, it, it seemed like network TV, but in a weird B squad network TV.
1: And look how many pilots get, canceled by network so yeah. it's not only are you having taking a chance on like pilots that just probably wouldn't make it in a normal format you're also asking people to in download a new app and take in a new technology that's asking a lot from people and that's probably why it didn't do so well i agree i agree but enough about why quibi sucks we'll start off with short form filmmaking with the types of short form there's the
0: Go ahead, obvious. say it. Go ahead, you can say no, it. No,
1: I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying. I'm to rethink my words because Alex called me a douche for calling it this, um, <laughs> but you're a douche, Alex, for making fun of me. The featurette. The featurette. Uh, uh, yeah, um, I think the F stands for "fuck you," Alex. Um, <laughs> 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 but this is like your like your normal short, where beginning, middle, and end. It's all. It's a condensed story that has a beginning, a middle, and end. Depending on length, anything. Twenty minutes. I also think of. I, I think I wrote down featurette because I think of the shorts that used to play before movies. Pixar used to do them a lot. Yeah, miniature feature, and that was what I always thought they were called <laughs> before movies. The shorts before movies. I don't know. They probably were. Um, See, I'm wrong because or Alex is just a huge dick. <laughs> no, I
0: don't know. I just thought it was strange that you put featurette instead of short film. <laughs>
1: But uh, You're dignified here, Alex. Now let me go get another beer and shotgun on it.
0: When I think of featurette, I think of behind the scenes featurettes, which are like okay. they are shorter videos that give you a glimpse into something. That's fair. But yes, so let's talk about the featurette or aka the short film. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> Probably the most common type of short form really that filmmakers yeah. are doing because it is yeah. it's a one off idea. Most of the time that yep. either is part of a larger idea that they hope to make into a feature or a series. So they've created this like shorter version of it and tried to tell yep. the story in a short form so they can send it out to people. Or it's just like its own story that is really meant for a short, shorter time. And maybe it's an idea that they really like that they couldn't expand into a longer idea or they just want to do it for budgetary reasons, etc.
1: Yeah, another another way you'll see a short. Uh, you know, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to I'm going to hunker down and own it. Another way you'll see a featurette is I've I seen a lot of like. People use the feature. God, it sounds dumber and dumber as I say it. No, it sounded dumb the whole time. (laughs) People use a short form format. Uh, A lot of times for like social issues. So they want to tell a story about racism or classism or maybe the plight of people in another country or an underrepresented, underrepresented community or class. And you'll see that a lot. Documentaries do a lot of short form films just to tell the story of like migrant workers or something. Our friend Dalton does a lot of short form documentaries. And it's just to tell a story that may not have at documentaries. A lot of times documentaries will have multiple stories that all have one theme woven through them. But like a short form documentary will have one subject who in a feature doc would be part of a group of stories. And so maybe it's just like you have a, a idle calling that you want to get out there or Black Lives Matter kind of stuff or women's right to vote or all these kind of things. You'll see a lot of the those themes pop up in short films just because I think they, one, want to get it out quickly because it's usually a sign of the times. And two, they want to just make sure people focus just on the issue that they're uh, bringing up. So a lot of times you'll see societal issues and strong messaging presented in short short films.
0: Yeah, totally. And now I'm curious about this next one that you added. Yeah. What do you mean by opening scenes?
1: I would say it's like a short film that is like going off the idea of the short film that is a condensed version of a larger picture. Sometimes people do short films that are, don't have an ending. It's like, Ah, uh, yes. It's more of a, like, you know, they'll do like the opening, the yeah, open-ended, or they'll do like the first four pages, 10 pages of their script and just leave it at that or get to the middle of act one and just end it there to entice people to want to read a script or yeah. a feature film. And so there's no real ending. And there may be a middle. It's basically they're just like shooting, the, they're starting their movie and ending it after they hit a certain point to present it or advertise their larger idea.
0: Yeah. So in that case it's probably more promotional, meant for either a like a Kickstarter video or like a or like uh pitching it to people along with a pitch deck or something. I got you. Yeah,
1: that is a good that is a good point. Not a lot on Kickstarter. Because it'll be like like a superheroes kicking ass. I want to show some really cool fight scenes, blah blah blah, and then they win and then they look up and somebody's standing there and saying, I'm next. Boom. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cliffhanger.
1: Yeah, give me money and I'll make it to show you what's next. That kind of stuff. Um, Totally. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, You'll see a lot of those kind of like opening scene teasers on Kickstarter and uh, pitch decks to raise uh, funds for a film.
0: Totally. And then the next one we have really is Episodic, which combines Quibi would be Episodic, as well as other social sort of like digital platforms, YouTube, but also Snapchat, had um mm-hmm. some narrative stuff going on and now, i may be
1: too young is tiktok does it do narrative stuff or is it just quick is it just people doing quick videos like vine used to be it's kind God, of it's a-
0: Vineish, but i think who knows that's the thing about these platforms is once they build in an like an audience of viewers and you, yeah. you never know if they're going to start branching off into different content like or original content for the platform and stuff
1: I guess my question is, do you know if there is any length limit on a TikTok video? Ah, I'm you know, sure there it's is. only built for like a minute video, which is really not much time to do anything too narrative or anything like that. I don't
0: think it's that short. If there is one, it's probably like 30 minutes or something.
1: It's kind of like Instagram now, now, video. Yeah. Instagram reels. Which is their like answer to TikTok because TikTok's going to buy. I, I just didn't know if it had the capabilities to be something that you could put a short form on. If you did a really good short film that's twenty minutes long, could you put it on TikTok or Instagram Reels?
0: You probably could, but again, I don't know if it how it would be received in that um, yeah. space because it's not really for that. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I don't see why you couldn't. I and yeah. I do think it does have a limit that. Would allow for it, but I don't know off the top of my head. I haven't turned on my TikTok account in, uh, you know, a couple of days. I Haven't looked at it.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dog wizard on TikTok. That's Alex. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I was
0: trying and to get then, dog wizard, but it was taken. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dog videos.
1: Well played. Well played, sir. So yeah, one before I, I'm going to try and remember one that just came to my mind when you think about this. When you talk about Adult Swim is, I mean, I don't even know, like it's on Cartoon Network, but it's, it's considered itself its own. I just was reading it. They considered it its own channel for rating reasons. So it's on hmm. Cartoon Network's channel, but Adult Swim's its own channel that runs from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. And they are very famous for doing the 15 minute
0: episodes. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: you got things like Black Jesus, Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. shows like that. I think, was uh,
0: there was another one was, that was like a cop show.
1: Oh yeah, there was a cop show. I think Space Ghost. Mm. That interview show, I think that was 15 minutes. So that was that's kind of its own kind of genre. I know Netflix is getting into 15-minute comedy shows, but like 15 minutes is pretty good to make sure you're it's good practice. If you can tell a story in 15 minutes, you're should be able to expand on that a little bit more. So yeah, that's another one that I don't think I've seen anywhere else other than Adult Swim, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but yeah, I guess that's the type of short form that we're talking about. There are others. You could also include just YouTube videos. They're not necessarily episodic, they're more serial. Yeah, yeah I guess no, we could I, I guess we mind. could include serial short form yeah. in there where it's just it's not related to the previous video. There's no narrative arc or like arc between the episodes. They just Uh, exist on their own but they are all part of a a singular show or brand or something like that i guess that would be like your vloggers casey nice that type of stuff that would be serial content
1: yeah and one that i just thought of is i don't know if you see this very often anymore but back in like the 80s when alex was 40 um yeah tell uh, me more i'll probably remember (laughs) music videos also can be Never like heard short, of it. short films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, MTV used to be a thing. But when you talk about, like, Michael Jackson's Thriller and stuff like that, like, so that good. his music video. Oh, so good.
0: And that had a featurette, um, as well. <laughs> um.
1: Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like music videos, depending on the budget, they could be stories within themselves. Because songs tend are standalone uh, stories, at least good songs are. So you'll see a lot of music videos. Uh, a lot of music. That's why a lot of music video directors can make the transition to feature films, and a lot of them have uh, Michael Bay. Uh,
0: he did commercials too, right? Or did he, he do music videos yeah. too?
1: I think he did music videos, as did. I'm. I think I just read a story about him. He did Zodiac.
0: Oh, they both are commercial directors. David Fincher. I
1: think they both did music. Fincher. I'm. I'm going this.
0: Okay, you look that up. I'm pretty. I know for a fact they both did commercials, at least. But I didn't know. Maybe they did music videos as well.
1: He did Madonna. He did a lot of Madonna. David Fincher.
0: Oh. You know what? Madonna, you know a commercial Porter. Michael Bay did that I wasn't aware of? Was, and you'll probably remember this that? from the eighties when you were eighty. Speak up. No, it was actually probably the nineties or I don't know. I don't know when it was. Two thousands?
1: Okay. Uh
0: twenty okay. tens? Who knows? I've lost track of time.
1: <laughs> what is time?
0: <laughs> but it was the wonderful, amazing, one of my favorite commercials, the Got Milk Aaron Burr commercial. Michael Bay did that one. Do you really? remember that? Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh my god, he did that one? Yeah. Why did a guy who did such a great commercial turn into such a shitty director? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? He's a great director. (laughs) Oh, yes, I know. I know. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, music videos are a good way to do, especially if you have a band that really wants to get out there and gives you creative freedom. A lot of people turn a music video into kind of a little short film, and that's another way to go about it. There we go. I used to do music videos for my friend's band in high school, and as you can see, it led me to fame and fortune as a director right now. (laughs) Nailed it.
0: Nice. Um, We'll add that so to the speaking resume. Of sh-
1: short films, a lot of people assume short film means small budget, but it. I'm going to go and say it does not.
0: Quibi is a great example be, of that.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. It depends on what your goal is for your short film about what the budget would be. Like, if you want this to be just a standalone PSA kind of short film about a, a special topic to your heart. The topic the the, the doesn 't need all the bells and whistles and a huge budget it 's more of a character piece, or it depends on the acting really
0: a short film can be any budget or i guess a short sure. form project because it yeah. can literally be zero dollars if you don't count mm-hmm. the cost of a computer to make it because yeah. you can make it all on a computer with just like animated text and like photos and stuff like that, or you could spend roughly what you would spend on a a regular movie, like an indie movie, on a short film.
1: We we worked on a short film out of college that was what forty thousand.
0: It's a hundred thousand.
1: That's right. That's right. Hundred thousand for a short film. Mm-hmm. And the what's nice about short films is this is going to sound really weird or shitty is that no one expects anything great from short films. That's true. Short films are usually done by not well established filmmakers and all that and i say that because short films give you the opportunity to experiment it's an opportunity to work with a low budget and try and get as much as you can out of it in terms of vfx if you want to try doing it on your own trying to pull off things that you wouldn't be able to if it was a feature film that you're going to have to try and recoup money on so short forms Based on the budget, you do get a, little lot, a lot of leeway to try and experiment with new techniques or something you really want to try, maybe a new camera, stuff like that. I guess we didn't even talk about the promotional short film. Like We've had friends who did short films to promote new Panasonic cameras. That's right. Stuff like that. And, and those are the kind of things where they just want you to, to show the capabilities of a camera, especially for Panasonic's line of cinema cameras where they are really good at low light. They are they want you to use minimal lighting and come up with a story that's dark and you get to use like a candlelight and all stuff like that. So in short films you do get a lot of freedom to experiment because like I said, as shitty as this may sound, nothing's really expected to come of a short film. You can futz around with it and try some new things.
0: Well, yeah, totally. And that brings up the next topic. What should your short achieve? Or what should you, you expect mm-hmm. from your short really? And what do people try to achieve with their shorts? Most of the time, I would say the number one reason I, that I, I can I think do of it to
1: keep myself cool. Um, that's what I do with my shorts. They keep me cool and yeah. breezy.
0: Yeah. If you couldn't sorry, tell, with a Trevor's really a new dad. <laughs> new dad's <laughs> still working baby. on the jokes.
1: Alex, and Alex isn't a dad yet and he, kill, he kills it on dad oh, jokes. Oh, man. So.
0: Oh, man. That poor child of yours. I know. So I would say the number one reason that people make shorts uh, or short form content is to demonstrate skills Almost Mm -hmm. as a way to get the next thing. So if they want, whether it's a short film or a web series or whatever, if they want to make features or series, it's like a way to show that you can helm a project, you can see, you can create a story that makes sense and direct crew and people and create a product at the end that is watchable. And not only that, but probably hopefully enjoyable. And so I think a lot of people use it like as the gateway to the bigger project.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in that sense, also, like we said about the (coughs) featurette, a gateway to their own bigger project. So Alex and I have a bunch of scripts and some of them we've earmarked as ones that, Hey, you know what? Let's shoot this script as a short and then potentially sell the script to someone who sees the potential in the short. Mm -hmm. Um, And you'll actually hear a lot of movies are like optioned because of a short that was made based on the based on the, the feature script. One of them, Mike Flanagan, we actually saw the short for Oculus. Yeah. He did a short and it just had this, and the short is sometimes not anywhere near the same uh, in terms of storyline or style as the feature is, but it has the same kind of idea behind it. And so he, we saw his short for Oculus that he had just made and somebody had brought up, oh, didn't you do a short on something when he was in a, a, a pitch meeting? And he said, oh yeah, I did this really shitty short for my script oculus and then they saw it they liked the idea and they made oculus and now he's doing he's like the number one stephen king filmmaker (laughs) and yeah a lot of people will do a short version of their feature script that they want to get made in hopes that they can sell it and not only that sell it and attach themselves as director because they say hey look i can do it i've already done it on a smaller scale so just let me give me a little bit more money and i'll uh, i'll do it on a larger scale
0: yeah totally And I'd say another reason that people do short form is to create monetization options for themselves, such as building their own audience, starting like a Patreon or something, or just creating a channel that they can have ad revenue from, or with the hopes uh, with these new platforms out there Facebook Watch, or at one point YouTube uh, Red, or whatever, and Quibi, etc., and all the things that will come in the future. With the thought that they're going to pitch a short-form project and actually sell it like they would any other series or film.
1: Yeah, I think high-maintenance was uh, Vimeo. Just guys shot high-maintenance and uh, released it on Vimeo. Treated it like a TV show, so it had seasons. And I think it got picked up. Was it HBO, I think, did high-maintenance? Yeah, HBO uh,
0: picked it up, I think.
1: Picked it up, and I, I don't know if it's still going, but they, they did it on their own. it with a small budget and then just put it out there and it got picked up and that's everyone's like dream scenario scenario
0: totally i also think there's people don't realize there's a lot of opportunities for short form projects these days to get recognition beyond sort of monetary recognition you could even like we have friends who have been nominated and even won like Emmys for web series or there's also like the Webby's and the Streamies, like all these different awards that you can submit your projects to and get sort of recognition on that front that isn't it's not like your standard film festival which is also another avenue that you can go because they do accept short form projects in a lot of film festivals as well but you could go for these types of more prestigious one could say awards and and try to get recognition for your short or your web series or your whatever short form content you have and yeah
1: hey I'm shaking mean, your head Oscars even give oh it's just I'm like agreeing with you because it's like the Oscars give Academy Awards for short form films, short films and yeah. Kobe Kobe won one for a short form documentary oh man yeah uh, so that, I'm just I'm shaking my head because it's yeah you are very right yeah uh, there get those laurels because if anything it just shows that we may not Nothing may come of your short once you get those awards, but you could it would open a lot of avenues to you if you have the laurels. That's why everyone wants to you know yeah. submit their films to to festivals and get the awards.
0: Exactly, exactly. And then also, like you mentioned here in our beautiful outline that Trevor yeah. wrote most of, when you get recognition, you could use it to try to do other things, like get an agent.
1: Yeah, these days because it's. I don't want to say cheap, but it is a lot easier to do a film, a short film or piece of episodic content. Agents want it, to, it's, it's more along the lines of, okay, show me what you've done before I even get you an agent. Show me what you've done without an agent before I even think about being your agent or your manager. Yeah. And so a lot of people will just do shoot films to hopefully get representation that will then get them their next gig. And they'll put all the time and effort into just, I don't care what happens with this short but I want to get an agent from it. Like that's their only goal.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's not a bad goal, I would say, because again, it goes back to that first one that we talked about, which is it being a gateway to a bigger project because ultimately you want to build up your team that will go out and pitch you for those bigger projects.
1: And, and I think a lot of the, the shorts that Alex and I have worked on that haven't been our own, that was the goal of the short was to get, Representation and to potentially get not so much that idea off the ground, but be like, "Hey, all right, get me an agent and shop this around and show people what I could do, and then get me that gig of directing a feature." Yeah. It's, it can work and it cannot. It it just is really, agents are a really finicky thing, which we have talked about many times here.
0: Totally, totally, and then also practice. Yeah, general just practice. Go out and chew one. Because have like. Fun. Like you said, you can make them for any sort of spectrum of budgets like all across the board. With shorts, a lot of times you don't, in my opinion, like they don't take as much time, obviously, to shoot yeah. or they shouldn't, hopefully, yeah. take as much time as a feature. And so things like renting locations, gets cheaper, renting equipment, like it all gets a little cheaper. So you're able to, if you were to put the same budget, obviously, into a longer form project, it would come out with potentially lower quality lower production value and all that kind of stuff but because you're only shooting a small uh piece you can get a little bit more production value which again goes back to like why people do it as a calling card because with if you're making a 10 minute thing for a hundred thousand dollars roughly you could like equate that to what a million dollar project would look like
1: yeah but yeah you're totally right yeah 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 uh, and, and also, Alex and I have talked about it multiple times. We did a short. It was for a competition, but it was also just we wanted to get out there and shoot something, and we shot it with just us. Like, literally, it was just me and Alex and two other people. Our girlfriends at the times who have become our wives uh, helped during it. But for the most part, it was me and Alex shooting in a janky-ass basement. Yes. Just... The the only time we ever were both on screen together, we set the camera and just hope for the best. Thank God for DSLRs and and immediate playback. But it was, if I wasn't on screen, I was behind the camera lighting and all that. If I was on screen, Alex was behind camera and lighting and all that. And it was just that kind of thing where it was just, why not? Like we have the camera, we have the location, um, we have the time, so why don't we just shoot something and see what comes of it? And we got into uh, new filmmakers. We w- w- you know got into new filmmakers. La um, got yep. interviewed by Movie Maker Magazine, and it was all just to see what we could do on a very limited budget. Yeah. Uh, oh, and our, our buddy Quinn was in it too. So I guess That's there right. was five people total that
0: participated. Kind it, of. But
1: partici- yeah, and my dog. Um, oh yeah, and so your was dog like, was in it. And my dog yeah he was and so it was like one of those things where it's just it is just it was one of those things where we just wanted to shoot something and we didn't even let the fact that we didn't really have a cast or crew stop us and it was fun we learned a lot Alex got to do a lot of futzing with post-production on that in terms of (laughs) coloring and lens flares and vignettes um and uh (laughs) sure did and it was it, it was fun. It was cool. Uh, I will say really I have it. to
0: tell the story about this because we did make it for a competition that was yeah. I forget what it was. I think it was the Ridley it Scott. Was
1: Ridley Scott. Yeah, it was a Ridley Scott competition.
0: Yeah, he was gonna. You submitted your short, <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you won, like they give you money for to make a feature that's produced by Ridley Scott, I believe. Okay, so that's oh. this, that's what's happening. We just we write the script, we make this project, and just the two of us run around and make it, and edit it together, no problem, easy. Deadline's th- what?
1: Twelve hours away.
0: Yeah, deadline's like twelve hours away. So I was like, got this, no problem. I had all these yeah. like coloring effects and like <laughs> lens flares and stuff on it, and then I go and hit export, and it says, it says like twenty three hours to export it off my computer <laughs> and i was like oh no this is oh no
1: remember this is like the early days of the 5d when DSLRs were just coming out and doing hd so computers were not yet built to handle hd video with a shitload no. of effects on I and mean,
0: i think i just had a laptop at the time it wasn't even like an editing like la- laptop per se it was just like your regular no, it's old
1: computer i built you at your house we oh was it that was one awesome Yeah, Yeah, we thought it was awesome. I just remember sitting in your room and you're like, all right, man. Does it look good? I'm like, dude, it looks great. And we have 12 hours of spare, which is shocking for us. Let's export this bitch and upload it and get us some Ridley Scott money. Boop. 23 hours. (laughs) Know, it's just You gotta be shitting me And, then, and then not only that but like Then it like crawled down to 22 hours Okay let's go going faster and then all of a sudden It hit one scene and it was like 26 hours <laughs> Damn it God Yeah damn it. and
0: I think I just let I like let it run and just walked out of the room And I was like okay at least we did it
1: At least we did it We did it we did it Yeah and so then and, and if it's not just So if it's not just a general practice Or something to get like your creative juices flowing There are a lot of opportunities for kind of showing your short to the world. If it is a commercial, if it is something like a PSA, there's a lot of organizations that will promote it just because they could be like, hey, look at this. This is a message that we think is important. But there are other platforms that are built for shorts.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think, in all honesty, I don't think short form is going anywhere. And I do think... No. Even though I think right now there's not really the audience for people to sit and watch short form narrative stuff. Like personally, I don't think so, but like in the future, who knows? I'm not saying it's not possible at some point. And there definitely has to be like someone to introduce it and make it more commonplace and all that kind of stuff. But I do think that just as we go along, there's going to be more and more platforms, more and more opportunities for short form content, um, whether it's narrative or not to be seen and put out there in different ways to make money off of it, different ways to, get like a lot of eyeballs on it and all that kind of stuff. And so mm-hmm. I think short form is something that's been around forever and I think it's still going to continue to be around forever. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You Like it's funny. Cause I think there was just two days ago I saw an email where it's like Quibi's looking for more content, which is so funny that it's now up for sale, but Quibi it, it, it's being sold, but I doubt they're really going to, end it with all the money that has been put into it. Quibi is always a way that you can look into possibly getting your short form out there. Now, it's a little different with the eight minutes and they want that interactivity of the of the phone slipping and all that, but it is, if you could get that down, me and Alex actually had an idea for a script that we were like, oh, this actually worked for Quibi because it plays with memory and an eight minute little snippet is good and it could play around with memory and stuff like that. So Quibi's not going to really go anywhere, I don't think and maybe it'll change. Maybe it'll only do like Maybe what they'll do is they'll say, hey, guess what? Um, we're going to make an app for your TV and not everything will be eight minutes. Some of it will be eight minutes or stuff like that. Like maybe we'll have different ideas.
0: You just gave me a great idea, Trevor. This is what oh, the man, future of Quibi will be when I win my bid for it. Yeah.
1: The Tacoma with my generator. <laughs> yeah, it may, may not work. exactly. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think, imagine if you had a tv app that was like on the roku mm-hmm. or whatever all those different devices hey, i
1: know where you're going with this yeah yeah go ahead.
0: and it had content it doesn't really matter how long it is i would say like normal length content like series yeah. that are 30 minutes 60 minutes or whatever but then there's yeah. a supplemental app on your phone yeah. that gives you like the extra experience where you could hold up your phone and get like the maps or, like, the Instagram stuff that's happening. Or you could even use your phone to look around in the scene, even though you're watching the, the the show over here. But what if you could, like, hold your phone up and look back there?
1: Like, maybe get, like, reactions from other actors that are in the scene, but not on that screen. Yeah. Or, yeah, I... Th- there was something that did that a while ago. Where I, if I remember correctly, it was like you sync your phone to play with the TV, and it's as simple as that. Like you could have all this supplemental stuff that comes from a turn and uh, a turn of your your phone could just be on your phone, like the apps, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's yeah, that's actually damn it. Now why do we always say that? We always come up with these great ideas on our podcast that is listened to by ten pe- tens of people. I know I could potentially steal our idea.
0: No, see what's going to happen is those tens of people are going to rally behind us. And we're gonna ah. we're gonna get a lot of Tacomas to send over to Quibi. It's gonna up our game yeah. here and we can all buy it together.
1: Yes. All right, it's gonna be a crowdsourced purchase <laughs> and everyone who's with us will have one one hundredth of a say in how we run it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let us know in the comments and reviews of this podcast <laughs> whether you want us to purchase Quibi. And whether you want to purchase and what you it want
1: with us, to do with it if we if we're accepted. Yep, if we're yep. accepted, what do you want us to do with it? So exactly. Let us know. And then also, uh, you, Vimeo is pretty big on shorts. They actually have a staff pick of the week. They really push shorts because they want to see be like a legitimate distributor of short films. So they are actually a good spot to go if you just want to see what people are doing in the short short realm. Yeah. Like I said, they have staff picks of the week, and they really push short films.
0: And I would say going back a little bit, they're also another good one. If you want to get a little bit of recognition, if you do submit your project, having your project featured as a short of the week on Vimeo is, does hold some clout to it that you could approach an agent or someone with and show off that way.
1: And if anything, it gets more eyeballs on it. Cause I know they definitely promote the, the picks of the week and blast it all over their homepage. Now, i i necessarily don't go to vimeo every day but a lot of people do and i think agents do too they're traveling for the new talent also snapchat is starting to push out series and they're doing short form yeah. series
0: i don't know if they are anymore um, they used they did i don't know yeah i don't know how, don't know how snapchat's even doing anymore like you never hear about oh, God, snapchat it,
1: but yeah I, but
0: we're too old i know uh,
1: let's see snapchat yeah. series let's see does
0: snapchat, snapchat still Originals? exist
1: it does new original shows from some of the world's greatest storytellers with interactive experiences you can step into and share comedy, horror, reality, docuseries, and more watch now only on Snapchat this seems like they started off just doing originals and then Quibi came out and they're like oh, interactivity, yeah we forgot about that part and so it looks it like be. they are still doing Snap Originals
0: there we go, um, so you could do a Snap It the, or Snapper, or whatever it's called, I don't know
1: the of ASU, just Snap It Snap It,
0: could Snap It bend and snap
1: smith has one who will smith has a show on snap original wow from home
0: it's just him at home you watching him clip his toenails and gets millions of dollars (laughs) god damn you
1: will smith god damn you will smith please uh yeah there's a lot there's a lot of interesting yeah i i look it out i don't know the trailers are 39 seconds i don't know how long each episode is but uh, didn't we meet with somebody who just sold the second season of their thing to snapchat yeah we did yeah Uh, i forget what that one was but uh, yeah so the snapchat is oh god that bad bobby girl the one who says uh i'll catch you outside
0: i'll catch you outside yeah
1: Cashy Outside She has a docuseries on there Alright well, You've lost me You've lost me Snap Originals Oh VHS is an anthology series On it too interesting. Oh interesting Yeah I like VHS And then also You never know What's gonna come out As more and more people Spend more and more time On their phones And lose more and more Patience and Ability to focus I'm sure there'll be More platforms out there That push Short form Oh yeah uh, Narrative Definitely like, every step of the way like as more as ways come and like the cinematic experience changes and the theaters are changing and all that there'll be somebody who comes out and thinks they have a better idea how to show short form for the low attention span of the world
0: yeah i'm ready for it i'm open to it okay let's be real i'm not that open to it but i'll be fourth or fifth in line
1: that's pretty good fourth out of ten in line all right yeah, yeah.
0: You know, i'm not gonna be the first first weirdo to shoot vertical video but after a lot of people do it, I'll do
1: it. Sure. I don't know if I ever can be the weirdo that shoots vertical video. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the thing with Quibi is that you shoot it horizontal and they just crop it vertical, so I don't have to say I, ha- I shot it vertical. I don't know. You might have to frame and composite it for, for vertical, but not have to shoot it vertical. I don't know. I guess this
0: is probably why Blackmagic, they're ahead of the game. This is why they made their 12K camera, because you can just shoot a wide shot. and it's, Oh, yeah. It's all the shots and, and vertical and square. It's like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: oh square oh god we're just going <laughs> down a deep dark hole um, alright I think that's uh, that's it about it huh alright
0: that's going to do it for this episode thanks for joining us you can get the show notes for this episode by visiting nobudgetfilmmaking.com
1: don't forget to hop on over to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast while you are there give us a 5 star rating like Yucky Product did if you feel so inclined
0: yeah and if you have any questions about filmmaking go on over to filmmakingcentral.com and ask away in the comments section
1: also, if you are in the giving mood, head over to NoBudgetFilmmaking.com slash beer and buy us a beer. We'll even give you a shout out on the next episode.
0: And don't forget to head on over to FearlessFilmmakers.com to join our growing community of filmmakers.
1: And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Later. Beer.